Uh, a couple of quick texts before we hit the top five stories of the day. The NBA started, so the NBA doesn't care about college football now. Well, until Saturday morning and, and a little bit on Friday night. And yeah, then they'll act Monday like night. they care. When the college football playoff top four are the top 25 rankings are released next week, they'll act. They'll act outraged. Boy, I can't wait to see what Christopher Russo has to say on first take about the first college football rankings. He might turn it into somehow a baseball conversation. Probably him and Stephen A. Boy, that'll be good. And then we can uh, – who's that uh, – who's the guy? Um, Mike Greenberg. We can yeah. get his thoughts oh, on some college wait. football. Can't wait to hear what Mike Greenberg has to say He'll probably mix in football. a New York Jets take. Um, maybe so. Maybe so. He's got to be getting more obnoxious by the day with the Jets' success. You would think so. But I wouldn't know. I, Josh, I am the most diehard sports fan you know. I love sports. I love to talk about it. Every sport. There's not a part of me that's like, oh, gosh, i got to get away from sports. It's just that doesn't exist. I, I remember talking to – does that mean I'm the most ardent NBA fan? No. But it's not like I'm going to be like, I ain't watching that, right? If it's on and there's no football on, I'm watching it. The NBA has the worst right. regular season. It's, it's the terrible. worst. But I love sports. I couldn't tell you anything that Mike Greenberg has talked about outside of it being on in this studio ever. Don't listen to his show. Somebody's got an ESPN. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I can tell you, I listen to Pat McAfee every now and then. I listen to Teddy and Tyler. I listen to Steelman and – Parker, I listen Probably to... Probably you catch bits and pieces of Colin Coward. I'll listen to a little bit of Colin, right? I, I will. But, gosh, man, I just... Find you someone in life that loves you, believes in you, and thinks that you are as talented as ESPN does Mike Greenberg. And you'll be set forever. Um, And you'll be rich. And be very rich. Against a 3-3-5 defense, writes the 918. Why can't you just line up five offensive linemen and a tight end and run the ball down Iowa State's throat? I mean, yeah, that's the idea. But it's also not a bad defense against the run. That sounds crazy, but if you understand your responsibilities, it sounds like you should just be able to, and you should, but in a lot of ways, if you got good edge guys and you've got good backers, you're going to be able to stop the run. We've seen it. All right. Are you ready to do the top five stories of the day? Because there's so much good on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. But I don't, I don't find myself getting too, getting too in-depth on Texas, Texas A&M again here this segment. Maybe, <laughs> maybe at the bottom of the hour yeah, we'll be able to get ratchet to Ratchet it back up. Well, we have to because it's what it's literally what just about every single text on the show has been about throughout the program. First, let me get a couple of quick announcements for you before we hit the top five stories of the day. Hour three of the Plank Show is brought to you by Mop and Roofing. Mop and Roofing and Construction, they've got you covered. 405-703-3843. 35 years of experience, insurance specialist, fully insured, licensed, and bonded are bonded. Mop and Roofing. It's time for the top five stories of the day, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. I-44, exit 107, Newcastle Casino, 14 table games, blackjack, three-card poker, ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Baccarat. 
Become a new member at Newcastle Casino and earn up to $250 in bonus play. NewcastleCasino.com. Big story number five. Number five. In the world of people that are feeling themselves, how high do you put one Brett Yormark right now? Because from the, well, I'm a good negotiator in talking about the new TV deal, right, to kind of the boldness to this. Whenever he, go for the last 10 months. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Coach is still talking. My bad. Uh, forgot I didn't pause that. Here's Brett Yormark at uh, an event this weekend, yesterday, excuse me, talking about the aggressive nature of the Big 12. Not great audio, but h- h- here we go because I think it's worth hearing. This is your mark, Brett Yormark. You know, you get scrutinized if you wake up one morning and take two teams from a different conference. And I've telegraphed my intentions. You know, I've decided I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to telegraph it. I'm going to be very transparent, open and honest in my desires to go national, to expand. And, and I've done that. You know, the rationale behind it is I aspire for this conference to be truly national. And from a geographic standpoint, we need to have fans and institutions spread across this great country, from east to west. In addition, I want to provide scheduling opportunities and flexibility for our media partners. So we're in every time zone. We bring in four new schools. We go from eight states, from five states, I'm sorry, to eight states. We go from 40 million people in our geographic footprint to 75 million. So we're truly on our way to become national, but I want more. Now, wanting more doesn't mean you necessarily do it. Um, it's got to be additive. It's got to create value for the Big 12. It's got to be for all the right reasons. And I will tell you this. What I have found in our conference right now, amongst our member institutions and our board, is an incredible alignment. Everyone is like-minded. They share the same mission and vision for where this conference has to go. Until the Big Ten calls one of them. Correct. Yeah, until (laughs) Kansas gets a phone call. Everyone thinks the same way, and we're not going anywhere. Hey, OSU, it's Kevin Warren. We're on our way. <laughs> Later. We'll be there in a bit. Oh, uh, I was just calling to see if you had Kansas's number. <laughs> no, uh, it, I love the aggressiveness of Brett Yormark. I just, man, sometimes in these instances, you know, he's, ta- he's saying, hey, listen, I telegraphed my intentions. We're going out west. We want to add another time zone. And basically saying – Arizona or Utah or maybe I, I think Oregon, though Oregon I feel like wants to keep its options open in case the Big Ten calls. Um, he's kind of letting it he he's letting it all out there. All the things that people are saying about Brett Yormark now they were saying about George Klivkoff six months ago. So just you know, I would. The boldness sometimes usually bites you in the backside yeah, in these not, instances. I mean, it's he, just that's what I would worry about right now. But I love I love being transparent about what they're trying to do. He's accomplished nothing yet. Thank you. There's no TV deal that's in place. He's added no member institutions to the league. He's shared the idea of trying to go get Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado yep. and uh, who am I missing? Utah. Right. And, Oregon and Washington and hey we're open for business and guess what nobody's come by the nobody's got their coffee and donuts yet yeah right maybe it's coming now you have this re- reporter out of 
Arizona, who is about one for 12 on his reports. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're meeting today. They're doing this this weekend. There's got to be a meeting. But none of it has happened yet. So I, I hope. Or Swain's report that it was uh, going to happen. Dude, I Greg and I are friends. Why does anyone follow him on Twitter? I Has he bought those followers? What's going on? Dude, I'm being dead serious. I mean, I, I guess based on – I should worry about my check bouncing from OU because we're just so broke. Why do you people listen to that? Let him do his basketball camps and realize he doesn't have an insider anywhere. Anywhere. And I like him. The engagement, though. He got it. He's He's got the engagement down. Uh, so there you go. It's all Big 12's boldness. Um, they don't have any deal in place. It At least for expansion now. Because he's a great negotiator, their TV contract's going to be better, but their TV contract's probably going to be better based on just inflation and the overall numbers that are that would be bigger now. And also, if these numbers are so great, you're also chopping it up now 12 ways instead of 10. So there's two more mouths to feed. So it has to be a little bit more. But I, Unless it's just the, right, you know, you know, you add and you get stability. I'm not... I'm not anti-Big 12 being successful either. I'm not one of those guys that – there's a faction that Oklahoma's leaving for the SEC and you want to see the Big 12 burn. I mean, obviously my pocketbook's affected by it with my role in Big 12 today, but I, I'd like to see it continue to succeed. What's get, the uh, meme of the little girl with the house on fire behind right, her? Or you're sitting there on the swing. <laughs> there's, I think a lot of Oklahoma and Texas fans that are kind of of that mindset. And I'm like you. I, I'm not. I, I – I think it's going to be a good league. I, I think it's too. going to be an exciting league. I do too. And I think they'll do some different things. I think you'll see maybe more Big 12 games on Thursday or Friday. All right, big story number four. Number four. What a night last night for Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Thunder to get off the schneid. Wait for it. No good at the shot clock buzzer. Two seconds left. Williams has a loose ball feeding Shea for three. The buzzer is a chain of Thunder Bunny ball straight away. Are the affiliate rights holder going to be mad if I play highlights of this? Are they going to get angry with me, or is, or is it okay? I'm going to be careful here. Final call, Thunder win at 108-94. Dribble across the timeline, and there will be celebration in downtown OKC at Paycom Center. The Thunder in the win column for the first time in the 2022-23 season in resounding fashion over the Clippers, 108-94 tonight. Well, I mean, let's... I didn't hear of any cars being turned over or even any couches being set on fire. But good to see the Thunder get off the schneid, get a win. OKC will be back in action against the Los Angeles Clippers again on Thursday. What's the odds that Kawhi Leonard plays on Thursday? What is going on with this scheduling? I I don't know. It's so weird. Is this a new thing this year? All right, big story number three. Number three. The National Football League. A couple of notes from yesterday. First, Tom Brady was asked about if he's planning on the potential of immediate retirement. I said last week that there's no immediate retirement in my future. There was a retirement in the past, but I moved on from that. (laughs) But certainly not. You know, I made a commitment to this team, and I love this team, and I love this organization. I told them in March I was playing, and I've never quit on anything in my life. I know a bunch of teammates that we all count on one another to be at our best and to work hard and to put the team first. And that's what you commit to. And that's what you want your teammates to commit to as well. And I was a part of 
an amazing organization that taught me so many great things over 20 years in New England. And I was a part of a great college that it was always about the team. And when I got to the Bucks, I've had nothing but a great experience here. You know, I just, I want to keep fighting as hard as I can. And I'm always trying to do better. I'm always trying to work hard. And I'm always trying to commit more to the things that are important to me. And um, this team is very important to me. And I certainly want to be the best I can be for them. Meanwhile, so Tom Brady has his Monday night show. Aaron Rodgers has his Tuesday appearance with Pat McAfee. We had so many uh, just mental errors and mistakes. It's just it's not the kind of football we're used to playing over the years. You know, uh, there have been there have definitely been games. You know, four or five or seasons where we average you know four, five, six, maybe seven at the most. Kind of mental errors or missed assignments per week, and you know, some weeks you have like four, you know, two sometimes. Uh, this week, you know, it's. Well, this season, a lot more than that every single week. You know, it's double digits every single week. So there's the two guys that have probably been the most talked about, the most, uh, I guess the best way to put it, scrutinized quarterbacks in the National Football League. Outside of Russell Wilson, who reports this morning that he was doing high knees for four hours on a jet to England. Is he doing this on purpose? I almost think he is. Has he always been like this and it's just been Seattle and we haven't really paid too much attention to it or what? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I saw some – I think Miles Simmons had tweeted it, could, said, could you imagine trying to sleep on a plane and someone <laughs> someone is doing high knees up and down the aisle? <laughs> That's a great point. I'm like, you think his teammates don't like him. I mean, my gosh. It's like, bro, we're – moving into like 86 different time zones. Would you please stop or go somewhere else? It's like, dude, we're not playing good football right now. Would you please just let us you're at just, least sleep? You're just trying to get a little sleep. Like here, running up and down the aisles. Like, stop it. Let's you ride. Do it. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. All right, big story number two. Number two. Oh. Big story number two, a couple college football notes for you because we don't – have we don't have breaking news all right excuse me, we don't have games tonight or or yesterday or before uh tuesday night next week we do we get maction on tuesday and wednesday night but we do have a couple of notes the texas a&m aggies have officially suspended three players it's not for the reason that's out there denver harris chris marshall and pj williams uh, all suspended. It's the second time this season that A&M has handed down suspensions to members of their 2022 recruiting class. Receiver Evan Stewart, defensive back Dayon Bowie, along with Marshall and Harris, were suspended for the Miami game, which was a curfew violation. This was not about dudes smoking weed in the locker room, which is a great story, but unfortunately... Uh, That ain't true. But more problems for Texas A&M. Meanwhile, Jackson Smith in Jigba for Ohio State's big game this weekend against, I almost said Michigan, against Penn State will be on a snap count. He's really only played like one and a half full games this year, or one full game and maybe a half a game because of the injuries he's battled. And look how good they've been without him. And, you know, we – we talked about Malachi Coleman quite a bit the week of OU Nebraska. And I guess Oklahoma had kind of cooled on him 
Coleman ends up committing yesterday to sign with the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And, oh boy, is there a an absolute savage quote from his high school coach at Lincoln East High, not just about not just about Mickey Joseph, but about the fact that a Nebraska coach hadn't even stepped foot in that high school in years, which is crazy. Now, some dopey reporter at the Huskers Weekly News Conference um, asked about Malachi Coleman, and I guess Mickey Joseph's Mickey Joseph did confirm that hey we we got Malachi Coleman, which is a big no no. But which again is another stupid rule. Get rid of that. Spokesman Keith Mann wrote in an email to the AP that Joseph contacted the school's compliance office immediately after the news conference to make its staff aware of the comment. According to bylaw 13.10.1.1, an institution is precluded from commenting in any manner as to the likelihood of the prospective student-athlete committing or signing with that institution. Yeah, you're right. What are we doing? I mean, at this point, with name, image, and likeness, and just where we're at, that's an archaic rule. Get right. rid of it. Exactly. There's there's no reason that a head coach should have to sit up there and try and dodge, or that reporters should not be able to ask about guys that are committed. It's it's a waste of everybody's time. I like this though from the nine one eight. Nope, they definitely Cheech and Chonged in that locker room, and I won't believe otherwise. <laughs> they they were Roldy and Kumaring down there. That's the new generation, right? <laughs> yeah, well, now and that's we're waiting for our next set of stoner films because now it's Harold, so ex- Harold and Kumar is like kind of like this is like now I'm old, right. right? So it's like we need a new set of stoner movies. And any and anymore, it's just so accepted. It's like could be any regular movie right now. Matter of fact, it's about time for a new Harold and Kumar movie. There this is go. like the it's been 20 years movie kind of thing. Oh, it's sidebar, sidebar, complete sidebar. Do you know what I watched on the play? <laughs> what did you watch? I watched the Bob's Burger movie. It's pretty good, it's right? It's not bad. It's not. The storyline's pretty good. I don't you, know that, uh, like, I wouldn't put it up there with Bigger, Longer, Uncut. No, or, no, no. Or, or the Simpsons movie, which is See, fantastic. I think it was better than that. Oh, did you really? I thought the Simpsons movie was amazing. Um, Family Guy hasn't done a movie yet, but they've done the longer feature when Stewie goes back in time. Yes, to all my uh, new listeners, I watch way too many cartoons. But Star you know, Wars series was kind of a movie from Family Guy. That's right. <laughs> yes, it was. But it, it was it was pretty good. I did not complain. But there you go. A couple college football notes looking ahead to this weekend, which gets us, of course, to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. So a lot of Sooner stuff. We got more from Brent Venable's presser when we come back. The uh, basketball team had its debut last night, the men's hoops team, as they knocked off the Oklahoma City Stars. And there's been a little bit of buzz. It's been a little bit of buzz this morning about the team's performance. But good to see. Milos Uzan. A lot of people like Uzan. 11 points. Otega Uwe. 11 yes. points. Yes. Onse. Yes. Um, I keep trying to get the final score, but every time I go to the page to look for the final score, it takes me straight to the photos for some reason. What are we doing here? Who's in charge of Soonersports.com? Fix this. <laughs> Lo and behold, it's probably my computer's issue. 
those cartoons are now the new stoner movies. Hey, you know, that might be a fair point. That, uh, hey, here's an idea. Harold and Kumar meet Cheech and Chong. Is it like Tommy Chong in jail? Yeah, we'll get him out to do some filming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. There's your top five stories of the day because we owe you much, much more. Uh, 89.53. There we go. Okay, uh, that, Oklahoma one. Oklahoma that Harold City. and Kumar Christmas movie was like eight years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. It wasn't that long ago, but I think it's longer ago than you think. <laughs> I think it is, too. And Teddy said this one time, and it's always stayed with me. <laughs> everyone looks at um, everyone looks at things, or at least I always look at things when someone is like, yeah, that was just a couple of years ago. <laughs> Everything was just a couple of years ago. And it's like, it was 1999. That was like 23 <laughs> years ago. What yeah. are you talking about? Um, everyone's freaking about an uh, uh, Everyone's freaking out about Anthony Evans. We'll get you an update when we get back. Plus, we'll hear more from Brent Venables right here on The Ref. All right, the, um, here's, the, here's the note. On three. On three is reporting that Anthony Evans will take an unofficial to Georgia this weekend for the Georgia-Tennessee game, which – Wait, this weekend, sorry, November 5th. I'm, I was like, wait a minute, hold on, that's not this weekend. So, unofficial visit, November 5th. He's been committed since August, but as Brent Venables talked about and as everyone that was in the recruiting process talked about, you never slow down recruiting a guy even when he's committed. Earlier this month, wide receivers coach Brian McClendon visited Texas to watch Evans play on a Friday night. Chad Simmons said the Bulldogs were real contenders prior to his commitment. He is the number uh is one of the top receiving prospects in the country. But these NIL valuations are dumb. I don't care about that. But Yeah, they're really on three's trying to do something creative that the other two or three, I guess, if you toss ESPN in there, don't do and you know, I, I, just, I, I don't know how you could put those together. So we'll we'll let Parker is coming up in exactly 30 minutes from now, and he's our recruiting guru. But 33 minutes. 33 minutes, thank you. Three minutes, top of the hour. <laughs> you want to be exact, exact. So he'll have the details on that, and I'm sure that the, the websites, the paid boards are all over at OUinsider.com, Soonerscoop.com. I don't know, is, it, is there any others that I'm leaving out for OU? But it's, it's a challenge to the no-visits philosophy, right? Is there a loophole to where it's like, well, it's not an official visit, but it's still a visit, right? And I don't know, it's it's tough too because Evans was a guy that was pretty heavily recruited by Kale Gundy. And obviously Kale's no longer here. So it's I yeah, I think it'd be cause for concern, absolutely. And who are you battling with? A team that we think has a chance to win a national championship this year in Georgia. So you bet. You bet it's a concern. But it's not the sky is falling, everything sucks, we're terrible. It's it's the reality of how you need to feel whenever you're in a situation that your coach, and this has been the case, Clemson and it's worked in other places, where you commit, you don't visit. So – We'll see how the reaction is to this. And also, there is that. What's the great line from Jimmy Johnson? 
when Jimmy Johnson first got the Dallas Cowboys job, one of the great stories that came out was that he cut a guy for falling asleep in a meeting, right? It's like, gosh, Jerry, Jerry, Jimmy Johnson, he's got no, we didn't say no chill back in those days. Um, he's, he's hard-nosed. Dude fell asleep in a meeting and he cut him. That's crazy. He doesn't care. And I guess the guy was all like second string offensive lineman or something. And <laughs> year, yeah, I, I like when you share this story. Yeah. And then years later, Jimmy Johnson was asked, well, what, what if Troy Aikman would have fallen asleep in a meeting? What would you do? He's like, I would have walked on. I would have walked over and be like, hey, Troy, wake up, wake up, Troy. <laughs> hey, get what up. What are you doing? Get up. I, I, I don't know if there'll be maybe a different mindset of you're not taking official visits whenever you sign with us. Then all the, are you commit to us? And all of a sudden, you know, Anthony Evans is taking an unofficial to George and it's like, ah, you know, it's unofficial. It's fine. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand that. But I guarantee you this, it, would, it, it concerns me. Sure it does. does. Yeah, they need him. Seems like a pretty good playmaker. Speedster. The Vasek thing, Vasek, however we're saying his name, seems like it's kind of working out in Oklahoma's favor right now with the way things have stumbled and tumbled in, in Austin. But I don't know. It's not going to be easy over the next two months to keep all of these dudes. Well, I guess now is this is the final full week of October in what, about a month and – 20 days or so. Yeah, about to, two months. Yeah, to keep all these guys in the fold whenever you're not battling against – you're not battling against anyone that's just kind of getting through the season outside of, say, Vasek and Texas A&M. Most of these guys, you're trying to stave off teams that are going to play in the playoffs or a national championship. That's the reality. Georgia is breathing down their necks on a lot of these dudes. And Anthony Evans is one of them. So – I'll uh, leave the rest to Parker, and that is what we know for now as it pertains to the Anthony Evans situation, unless there's anything else you've seen or that's kind of caught your eye. No, I think that uh, deferring to one Parker Thune is always a good recruiting play. So before we get a break and get your Air Comfort Solutions text – I did promise a little bit more from Brenton Venable's press, or at least some things that we learned. Here's what he had to say about Braden Willis. And I'm going to warn you right now, there is nonstop Braden Willis talk on Coach's Corner today with Joe John Finley. It's literally the whole first segment, and understandably so. Um, Braden's been great. Um, uh, as good of a leader as we have on the team, uh, incredibly vocal. He's an alpha, uh, both on the field and off the field. He cares a great deal. Uh, and literally takes that, just caring a little more. Uh, if everybody cared a little more, coaches, players, uh, you know, you could really tap into, you know, our full potential. Um, but he's what it looks like uh, when it comes to toughness, effort, accountability, uh, discipline. He stands for everything that you want. Um, obviously, until you see somebody play uh, every day at practice and in the games in person, you don't realize what type of versatility they have. Uh, but nothing surprises me now uh, with him. Uh, but shows up with the same mindset every single day, and and that's what it takes. You know, uh, you know, you got to have, you know, is you got to have those things uh, to be successful. And um, you know, just the right mindset, the right attitude, uh, the willingness to do the work. Uh, and you know, if he if he's done anything, you know, it's it's showing up with consistency. You know, every day. 
And, uh, and he does the little things over and over and over and over and over. And that's the hard thing to do, having the discipline to do that. So uh, it's no surprise that, you know, and everybody's noticing, you know, every pro scout that comes through here, uh, they love, you know, Braden Willis. And he's, to me, he's a guy that can change your locker room. You know, he has that. Uh, not everybody has that in them. And, uh, but he does. It's a very natural gift and one that, um, you know, that he uses every single day. Pretty cool to see a guy that honestly hadn't been very high on our playmaking radar or even leadership radar. That and, and I remember at the start of the season, you know, wondering, oh, you guys are all up on Braden Willis being a big time difference maker and being a leader. I don't, I don't know. Let's see it. Well, he's shown it. He's shown it. And it's been fun to see. All right. Air Comfort Solutions text line next. It's the Plank Show right here on the ref. Mop and Roofing brings you our three of the Plank Show. 405-703-3843. There's so many non-sports things, though, too. I mentioned I'm a diehard sports guy, and it's all I want to live and do. And there's so many non-sports things I want to talk about. Like what? I'm just I'm trying to, you know, like I said, the Bob's Burger movie has kind of been stuck in my head for the last couple of days. Yeah. The childish yeah, good. nature of that. What, uh, what did you watch it on? Is it on HBO Max? I like United had something where you could watch it on longer flights. I guess they actually give you the access to the to their entertainment. So I watch it on their app. I had a they figure you paid enough, that right? Exactly. Throw in a movie. I do. I want to ran on air travel a little bit, but I will say the TSA in Oklahoma City was awesome. Kind of want to get into that. Had conversations about Uber that I needed to get into with you, and just which, the frustration uh, over it. Which <laughs> airport did you land into? I landed into two. I landed in uh, – why? Well, that is – Atlanta, Charlotte, LaGuardia, I took off from, but landed in Jersey. LaGuardia is the New York airport? Yeah, it's a disaster. It's an, is it nuts? Oh, it's a disaster. How many people were in there? Oh, too many. How many people are in New York? Too many. <laughs> right. I just – I've never landed there, so I was curious. Well, I took off from there. I landed in Jersey. Jersey wasn't too bad. It's just I don't know – we have tolls, which are ridiculous, right? I pay five bucks to go on a toll road that's under construction, a majority of it. Right. That defeats the whole purpose of a toll road. Literally everywhere you go in New Jersey and New York, Josh, you're on a toll road. It doesn't make any sense, and it's not cheap. Like, I took one one way, Perry and I. Well, we were talking about this with Perry the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there was one toll. It was $19.50. Oh, my goodness. To, to drive an hour. I mean, how do people live? there with that i mean what are you making well year? they don't drive i guess i guess not but so i, I got a lot of not or like things we need to get once to. a week you would do that right otherwise you'd be broke i liked my story about getting locked out of the press box <laughs> oh man they sent a guy up to just check to see if the door was actually locked yeah like, yeah no it's locked it's locked I'm like yeah no I, I, what what do you think i am here <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it's locked. Literally a guy came up and like shook the door. He's like, yeah, it's locked. I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm not making this up. Using the walkie-talkie. It's locked. Yeah, yeah, no, I can confirm. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I'll get back to sports, though. Um, Though this is good from the 405. A while back or a couple years ago starts in around 20 years. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Remember a couple years ago whenever Sean Dunstan was a Cub? It's like, what? Bro, that was like 95. What are you doing? Oh, wait. They were, they were paying tribute to – it was like the 20-year anniversary of something uh, at Army this week, and they brought them all – 20 years ago, right? 2000. 2002. And the guys walked out, and they all had gray hair, and I'm like, what? 
It's 20 years ago, bro. What's going on here? Yeah, that's frightening. Russell Westbrook did four hours of high knees on a plane. Well, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express once. <laughs> Clearwater Sooner. I just, I can't, I don't, when did he get this way? I don't know. Has he always been this way? I don't know. I don't know, man. Jim in Arlington, B. Will is another Caleb Kelly. Yeah. Let's hope he stays healthy. That's the key. You don't, I heard Toby and TJ talking about it this morning. So Brain Wills is really good, and you want him to not only finish off the season well, but he's putting himself in great position for his NFL career as well. Stay healthy. Dude's probably – Brayton Willis this year, not, not my opinion, people smarter than me, has played himself from being a guy, Josh, that might have been a third-day pick or even a, maybe even a, a non-drafted invite to a guy that might get taken in the – Third, fourth round. He's really. You think so? That he's rocketed up boards that I, much? I don't know. I'm just going by what people have said to me. Really? Right. I like NFL draft dorks. NFL draft nerds. I actually had uh, one of them reach out to me on DMs the other day. I'd be man. I, I'd be surprised if he went that high. But I would too. But who knows? I'm thinking he's a solid, you know, fifth round type type uh, draft pick. But you know, he does so <laughs> many things well, right? I mean, he's uh, – Braden Willis will play for an NFL team and will get a second contract because he's not just a receiving threat, right? I mean, he's going to block. Yeah. And and be useful in the run game. This is good from the 405. I feel like in two hours and 45 minutes today, I haven't talked – I haven't talked about the battle series. 405 rats. I finally watched last week's battle series. My question – is Coach worried about pitching, or or is the bats that good? Is it is the bats, or, or are. are the bats that <laughs> are good? Are the bats that good? I don't know. I give the, the specific English sometimes. Eight home runs last week? Is bat good? <laughs> bat good. It's like a Charlie Kelly line. Bat good. So I've got the starting lineup in my mind. You ready? Yeah. Kenzie Hansen behind the plate. Sidney Sanders at first. T.R. Jennings at second. Grace Lyons at short. Alyssa Brito at third, Jada Coleman at center, Riley Boone in right, and Alina Torres in left. That's my projected starting lineup. Not bad, right? Um, with players like Jocelyn Erickson, Hannah Core, Quincy Lilio, Grace Green, providing some depth off the bench. They're really good. You're, they're, they're really good. Uh, Tyler asked me what my big takeaway was. Is there anything that's really kind of caught your eye? And yeah, they're just, I, I know this sounds terrible to say, but they're just, they're really good. <laughs> they're really good. And if I had one concern, walks were an issue. If it wasn't the last game, it was the game before with their pitchers. Um, you know, they've made, they've, they've done a little bit of everything. Defense has been shoddy a couple of times. But kind of understanding what a few players were going through that made some of those mistakes, you're like, oh, okay. If it might have been a, a physical ailment or just playing out of position a bit. But yeah, I've I've thoroughly I thoroughly enjoy what this team is is looking like heading into the season. One I of the you, should, you, you should too. One of the good things for Oklahoma is they won't have to play Oklahoma going forward. That's right. <laughs> The good news Everybody is everybody else isn't as good. This battle series is almost over. Uh, and then from the seven three one, I'm a lifelong Sooner fan, but attended Tennessee and currently live in Knoxville. 
The Vols fan base is on cloud nine right now, and rightfully so. However, Heupel could win the Natty, but then be 4-3 and three this time next year, and fans will start getting restless with some claiming this season was a one-off. My biggest concern for Josh Heupel is will the fan base patiently wait for Nico to develop into the quarterback folks think he can be? No. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you know better. I just no. yeah. Especially now that you add the financial element to it, right? You add the financial element to this, and you hear about what Nico – and I, I apologize. I haven't been able to pronounce his last name. But you, you hear all of the buzz about what he's making NIL-wise, and you automatically think, well – this guy should be fantastic, and there is no way it should take him long to develop. But it's it's true. Nico Lamaleva? Lamaleva? My clothes? Travis, Lama? come on, man. Where's my phonetic? Pronunciation guide, please. Where's my phonetic spelling? But, I mean, he he's a guy that looks the part. I mentioned working with Roddy Jones a little bit last night. He said that he's done his high school games, and he's that dude. He's a guy that, oh, he's he's a football player. Football player. But, and he's enrolling early, too. And he's already like, I'm going to have a breakout season. So, yeah, no, there's not going to be any patience. No one's going to wait for him to develop. In fact. It's the SEC. In fact. There's where, where's that list that someone had? I think Blinken Riley had had retweeted it. I, wanna... I wish people around here would be a little less patient. <laughs> you want them to be less patient? Yes. Yeah, uh, Blinken had retweeted this earlier because somehow, some way, Arch Manning and uh, Malachi Nelson ended up with five plus ratings, five star plus. But uh, let's see, Malachi Nelson and Jackson Arnold will probably be in good places where they can sit for a year, right? Malachi to learn under Caleb Williams at USC. Jackson Arnold with Dylan Gabriel at OU. Arch Manning to Texas. Dante Moore to Oregon. Nico Yama at Tennessee. Chris Vizina at Clemson. Jaden Rashada at, at Miami. They're all going to be expected to come out and be ballers in year one, right? Unless something happens in the transfer portal. But... Yeah, it's a good question. Which? Good thought. Tennessee could win the national title. They could go to the 14 playoffs and get beat, Josh, which is something they've never done. But when it comes to next year, if they're like 5-2, and 4-3, and three, it's like, what's wrong with Heupel? Told you this guy wasn't it. Yeah, they're not going to the playoff, by the way. Oh, you think they're out? Yeah, they're, they're not going to beat Georgia. and They might lose this week. Love it. If they lose this week. Sorry to our Volunteers fan listener. Yeah, what, It's what not personal. I, I'm rooting for you. I just I'll believe it when I see it. They play pretty good defense. I'll give them that. And their best receiver isn't even healthy yet. Best receiver isn't even healthy. Are you picking them to beat Georgia? Um, No. <laughs> okay. No. But they'll be in that position where, let's say they lose to Georgia, Josh. They, they, still, they still will be in a situation. One loss. A one-loss team yeah. that doesn't go to the playoffs. Um, they're at a 51% chance to make the playoffs according to the All-State playoff predictor. Ohio State, who is currently the second-ranked team in just about all polls, is at an 81% chance to make the playoffs. 
My gosh. And they still have to play Michigan. All right, quick break. When we come back, put a wrap on the Plank Show with some final thoughts, including my favorite story of the day next. All right. Favorite story of the day. Best story of the day. You ready? Yes. According to my morning read of At Morning Brew, there's a study that researchers at the University of Vermont have put together that has determined that kids who played video games for three or more hours per day were faster and more accurate at tasks requiring impulse control and memorization than kids who didn't play them at all. Neuroimaging also showed that the game-playing kids had more activity in areas of the brain associated with attention and memory. Take that, Mom. Take that. What do they say about the kids that played for nine hours a day? <laughs> what does their brain imaging look like? Hey, listen. I don't know about you, but I saw th- I saw some dudes in in red and white this weekend that played video games together, and they had it cooking, Josh. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith-Schuster. That's right. Who else was in there? Miko Hardman, Travis Kels. What a what a story. Yeah. Yeah. Video games are gonna rot your brains. I I wish I. Yeah. Actually, sir. The University of Vermont shows that it makes me smarter. <laughs> That's right. And actually, Patrick Mahomes has taught us that you can still play good football if you play video games. Did you have to create a lineup of Los Angeles Dodgers on baseball stars? No. Did you have your baseball cards out for Nintendo baseball to pretend like they were batting in order? No. Help me. Look, in my memory today, it's probably not a good example I, for today. I knew video games were my future. All right, y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday. Steelman and Thune are new, uh, at noon or next. Parker's going to have everything on Anthony Evans you need to know. Uh, I promise you, we'll try harder tomorrow right here on The Ref.